When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I called him twice. I, I don't know why, but you and Lady Slee and Morales just hanging out in the parking lot of the gas station eating ice cream is one of my favorite visuals in quite some time. You just all sitting there with a little nutty buddy, just nibbling on your ice cream cones. This is you got to make that happen. You got to go back today with her just to get that. Picture. I would love to explain that to her too. Hey, just we're gonna make a quick stop here. Where are we stopping at? We're just going to stop at the Arco. Morales is wants to eat ice cream. Twelve minutes away from here, <laughs> so he's going to come meet us. We're going to have an ice cream together, and then uh, then we're going to go off topic very quickly, but not so much off topic for me in this show. You walk into that gas station, that that freezer is right by the door, right? You open that freezer. It's the middle of summer. It's hot. You're going to pick a little treat for yourself, sleep. What are you, what's the first thing you're reaching for? So hot like that. This isn't going to be the the best one because it doesn't match with hot. You want something a little more refreshing. I've always I always went for the ice cream sandwiches. Those are great. Always went with those, but that's not with like, like the cakey, the chocolate yes. cakey, and the vanilla. Those yes. are, that's a great choice. But that's like 105 degrees. I'm already so, thirsty. So. I'm not going outside, and anything's going to help when I get there. <laughs> that's a good choice. Um, what are you going with? I think uh, I always call them nutty buddy. Ones, They're dude. not called nutty buddies. What the thing with the nuts and the peanuts and the chocolate, the cone that's dipped, the chocolate on the inside yeah, of the yeah, cone. Yeah. Drumstick. Drumstick. That's yeah. thank you. That's the one I'm going for. Yes. I do a strawberry shortcake uh, ice too. cream uh, bar, or I do the ice cream sandwich, but it's the M M&M and M version. So it's like a cookie that's with M M&M and M on it, and it has the vanilla in the middle. So those Son are the two that I go. Taylor, bomb pop, bomb pop is all the way. Baller. Those are so good. I'd like to change my answer. Red, white, and blue. Pop. Those are good. And the white part's the best. I think it's pineapple or something. I don't know. I don't know. As long as we don't say creamsicle, I think we're all Ugh, good. Gross. So today is the uh, anniversary of the premiere of The Office, U.S. version. So it was on this day in 2005. So I've watched this series a gajillion times. I could probably do majority... I- I can do really deep office trivia. There's very few things that will stump me. But I wanted to do some games today with The Office, since we have all watched it. We all love it. You've yeah. logged a lot of office yeah. time, right? Pretty pretty good amount. It's yeah. kind of funny. If I'm watching, you know I find myself watching more of than The Office these days? If I got to pick between the two, I'm watching more Seinfeld than I am. Like, as in something's on, I'm stopping more at Seinfeld than I am The Office. But yeah, I'm a big fan of The Office. Both great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one is more plot-driven, one is not as plot-driven, which Seinfeld's easier to jump in. Office kind of is more, you you can watch a couple episodes, you got to follow the arc. But I'm playing a game where I'm going to say a quote from The Office, and I want you to say what um, what character character said it. Is our name our buzzer? Yep, name's your buzzer. All right, so this first one is... Michael always says, K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, stupid. Great advice. Travis. Hurts my feelings every time. Dwight. Yep, it yeah, is that's Dwight. A, that's <laughs> Dwight. <laughs> all right, next one. If I can't scuba, then what's this all been about? Sleeve what up. have I been working towards? Is it Michael? Nope. Taylor. Yep. Creed. It is Creed. <laughs> it's a great Creed quote. Creed quote one are, you a, Creed. are you an office guy, Taylor? Obviously you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the show. Okay. Creed's my favorite. All right, so this next one is, if I don't have some cake soon, I might die. Sliwa. Okay. Is it, uh, what's his name? 
What's the what's the big dude's name? Kevin. Kevin? Is it Kevin? It's not Kevin. Travis. No. Okay. Is it Phyllis? It's not Phyllis. Ooh. There's one other answer. Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Stanley. It is oh, Stanley. Stanley yeah. It was one of those three for sure, right? <laughs> it was in an earlier season. It was season four, episode 11, Survivor. Stanley's okay, underrated. Stanley's right. underrated. Stop right there. Yeah. Did you just know that or did you see that somewhere? The, the, uh, the season and the episode number? I knew. <laughs> you just knew that off the top of your head? Yeah. Wow. I know a little too, never, too much. I would this never is know a little that. too much. All right. So. Did you hear what she said? Yeah, it's, I, I would never. It doesn't even register. Just season I, four, episode 11. Yeah. I, like, I, whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. All right. That's really <laughs> tough to, to memorize. I, I don't really, I memorize really it. It's just in my memorize. brain. I fall asleep to this almost every night. So it's just in my brain. Hmm. Next one. This is going to be easy, guys. I hooked up with her on February 13th. Oh, Travis. Yep. Ryan. Yep, it's Ryan. He hooked yeah. up with Kelly on February thirteenth, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and that's like a. It was a. Um, it's a talking head where he has to do it. And it's it's the best. All right, so this next one. Um, Not getting any. <laughs> you got one. No. Okay. Oh, this you one got it wrong. Might oh, be right. easy. Sorry, I annoyed you with my friendship. Taylor. Okay, is Taylor. It, is it Michael? Nope. It's too Michael. Sliwa. though. Yeah. Andy. It is it Andy. Is Andy. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. That's yeah. right when he went to the office in Scranton, right? Uh, yeah, and it's, it's right before well, he, he goes. He wouldn't leave him he, alone. He gets the anger management, and he punches a hole in a wall. Okay? <laughs> I got, um, I got, I'll do two more, and I can sprinkle some more throughout the show. So, um, the thought of popping one of your beats into my mouth makes me want to vomit. Travis. Yep. Angela. It is Angela. Mm. All right. This That's a very Angela one. quote. <laughs> um... I have very little patience for stupidity. Travis. Okay. Kevin. It is Kevin. Oh, you got it. All right. So I, I have Taking a couple more here. and I'll sprinkle it through. I also have an, a trivia Whoa. round that'll be a little easier. Season season four, episode 11. Damn. <laughs> I'm like, wow. That was amazing. Yeah. That's, that's, that is. Survivor Man's a good episode. It's the one where Michael goes into the woods and they had to film it. <laughs> that's and a great one. Yeah. Well, when she said, I have deep knowledge, I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I, I think I do. I'm not messing with that at all. Like when you just, that's why I said, did you pull that or did you just know that? Christmas episode when they go to Benny Hanna's. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's season uh, four. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She doesn't know anything. <laughs> I thought you knew it. I I thought I did, but there's some that just kind of come to you a little easier. But I do know it's called That's Benny Hanna. Benny Hanna Christmas. Benny Hanna Christmas, and it's in season four because or five. <laughs> it's gonna bother the rest anyway, of the day. It is gonna bother me a little bit. All right, what's the one where Michael and Jan invite everybody over for dinner party? Dinner? Obviously, season four. So we've season we've had four. a long conversation about that episode. Yeah, it's one right? of the best episodes of all time. That I is agree. one of the best episodes. It's the only episode of The Office. <laughs> re- re- very quickly here, right? That. It's the only episode of The Office that's genuinely dark. It's 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 funny, but it's dark. Scott Stotts is dark. Yeah, but it's more of him just being an idiot than anything else, right? Because he, he left those kids hanging because he's just yeah. a dope. But the like they hate each other. <laughs> they they really hate each other, and she's evil, and he's losing his mind. Like it's it's dark. Dwight's yeah. wine glass in that episode is Amazing. the funniest gag of the whole. Thing. I, I know the song that uh, her assistant uh, Hunter plays. It's like took me. It's by terrific. The hand. It's terrific. It's a good episode. All right, Slee. Lakers tonight against OKC. Who got blown out by the uh, Clips last night. So mm-hmm. they're on the second half of a back to back. They had a bad loss last night. They've been playing really good basketball. I think that going into last night they'd won eight to ten. They were hot. We talked about the game against uh, who did they play the other night? I'm blanking. The Suns, Suns. Um, as the biggest game of the season. Fast forward a couple of nights, 
Are we right back where we are? Biggest game of the season, must-win territory. Is that what this is tonight? So th- this is um, <clears throat> this is one of the swing games that I don't think every game is created equal the rest of the way. And I'll, I'll kind of explain what I'm referring there, referring to there. When they played the Mavs, there was a reason why that was such a big game. Yes, it meant something in the standings, but if Dallas and the Lakers have the same record, Dallas will win out because of the tiebreaker. Right. When the Lakers played the Pelicans in New Orleans. There's a reason why that was such a big game. That was the tiebreaker. So right now you're looking at, of these teams that the Lakers are competing with, they don't have the tiebreaker against the Dallas Mavericks. They have the tiebreaker against the Pelicans. They also have the tiebreaker against the Golden State Warriors. Okay. Keep that in mind, because that's a two-game. Each each one of those games meant two games. They don't have it against the Clippers. They do not have it against the Los Angeles Clippers. Okay. What tonight will determine against the Thunder is the same thing. Thunder at 36-37, and 37, Lakers at 36-37. and 37. So you're either going to kind of get the thunder out of the way by the time this game is all said and done with tonight because you're now up two games with eight games left to go, or you better put the thunder out of your thoughts as one of those teams that you're going to pass because the thunder are going to be up two games on you. Yeah, right. So that's the only reason why, like the game against the Suns was an important game, but if you said, if you can only win one of these two games, this, okay, now let me give you a better example. If you can only beat the Thunder or the Bulls coming up on Sunday. Yeah. Okay, take the Thunder game. Sure. Not that the Chicago game isn't meaningful, but that it, it also includes the tiebreaker. It might come down to tiebreakers. Could come down to tiebreakers. Yeah. So that's why this game becomes so critical versus the Thunder. You said something that's interesting, that both the Lakers and the and the uh, Thunder are 36 and 37. Mm-hmm. What's a bigger surprise? What, that, that the Lakers, and here you are down to the final stretch of the season, and the Lakers are under 500, or basically yeah, yeah. at 500, or that Oklahoma City, when Chet went down in the summer, yeah. you're like, they're they're going to throw it, they're going to you know tank for Wemby and all those things, and they have not. They've been incredibly game all season long. They're very young. They other than SGA, they don't have a ton of star players on that team. They're kind of, you know, under the radar NBA guys, good players, but under the radar NBA guys. That they're where the Lakers are or where the Lakers are where the Lakers are is a big surprise. This one's surprise. easy one for me. The Thunder. Yeah, I think so too. The Thunder. I mean, I I, I was doing okay, so for pregame tonight, right? You kind of try to find some storylines around the Thunder. They have 19 first-rounders and 19 uh, – or 19 first-rounders, 19 second-rounders in the upcoming years. How okay? many years? I want to say it's like six years, something like that. They have like 19 first-round like picks in six years? Yeah, they Three traded – a year? Listen, listen. Paul George, right? That was, that was yeah. a, a key trade where they got a lot of pieces. They went out over the last couple of years, whether it was Russell Westbrook when they traded him. Um, and I'm not, I'm not 100% sure what they were getting back, how many they were getting – um, they just been stockpiling picks okay. over X amount of years. Isn't that too many? I mean, maybe you can flip them for other things, and but I just you can't have that many for you, you don't have that many guys on your team. You don't have that many roster spaces. It, you don't have that many opportunities to. I mean, they could get some really high picks at some point. It's just too much of a good thing. No, I I don't think it's too much, and I'll tell you why. I, I think that now they're going to start. Shea had said this in the past, and Shea just committed to a five-year contract. I think it's going to be less because I think it's counting this past draft. Count this draft. So let's just say it's 17 and 17, whatever it is, okay? But I don't think it's too much because now you can actually, what they were trying to do, something that so many NBA teams do not understand or just teams around the leagues in all of these sports, they don't know how to be either we're competing or we're not. They stay in this middle. They hover in the middle. The Thunder have been great at 
guys, we got nothing that we're playing for, so let's not even pretend. Let's get all yeah. the way to the bottom. Yeah. Or we drafted KD, we drafted Russ, we drafted James Harden, Serge Ibaka, Steve Adams. The Thunder are one of the quiet, really well-run organizations in the league. Well, they got Presti, and and he's he's maybe the best at this right now. There are other good ones, but he might be the best. There's a small list of names. He's one of those names. Yeah. So I'm more surprised that the Thunder are already this far. I'm more surprised that the Thunder, without Chet, have already kind of gained this much ground. What do they got to lose tonight? They're, I mean, listen, if, if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder... I think you're trying to make the playing Hell tournament. Yeah. You've already stockpiled all these picks. Shea Gilgis has already been vocal about saying, guys, let's. Let, I also want to win too. He's in the first year of a five-year contract, so I think now they're going to start that. Okay, let's start making our push to try to be one of these familiar playoff teams. They are ahead of schedule, and they went for it, which I think is admirable. You don't get that very often. Right, where we're tanking, we're trying to get more picks, we're trying to get to the bottom so we have as good a chance as anybody to get Wembenyama. All of these things, and maybe that was the plan going in. They thought that it would just kind of happen organically, but you get halfway through the season and you kind of look around the room and you're like, you know what, we're not bad. We're certainly as good as so. But this is where a lot of teams say, okay, let's SGA gets an ankle injury or whatever it is. We've seen teams shut guys down in an effort to to go race to the bottom. That they didn't do that, I think, is is a testament to them. it's much better for the league. Like teams like Utah, teams like uh, uh, OKC, that teams we thought would be bad that are pretty good and they're trying to be good ahead of schedule. Doesn't happen very often like that. Teams that are trying to be good, that are still trying to be good and beyond, of course, the Lakers, LeBron James. We know how long he's going to be here. What about Anthony Davis? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Travis, I do think that your knowledge of Nintendo 210 is, if not better or comparable to my knowledge of the a lot of those on the Twitter stream, right? So oh, yeah. a, a couple of Rich A says, Emily's office knowledge is as impressive as Trav's 90210. $8 Square writes, Emily knows the office like you know 90210. There's a, there's a handful of those. And, and by the way, as far as like socially redeeming, yours is a much more uh, <laughs> reasonable thing to be deep into, whereas a teenage soap opera from the 90s, maybe a little less so. Hey, at one point... <laughs> That's all so, anybody was talking about. Was what do you want to know, Slee? <laughs> Ask me anything. <laughs> I have two more for you guys uh, of the quotes. So, this is the next one. Again, your name's your buzzer. I've never been lucky, and I'm not talking about the lottery. I'm talking about stuff like developing a soy allergy at 35. Who gets a soy allergy at 35? Why is soy in everything? I don't know. 
So here are the options. Do you guys want options of who it is? Sure. Okay. Kevin, Toby, Kelly. Taylor. Okay. Toby? Nope. Daryl is, is the fourth. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it is Daryl. Mm. Daryl, I would, I would is, not have guessed Daryl. <laughs> this is him, and it was a talking head. Uh, I did not know that first guess, but then I was like, oh, then once I saw, it's um, it's in the lotto. The uh, oh, one episode when, where they all win the lottery. When, the, when the one guy invested in the Japanese like sports drinks or something like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then the next one. And then my last job was at a Taco Bell Express, but then it became a full-time Taco Bell, and I don't know, I just couldn't keep up. All right, do you want options? Sure. All right, we got Pam, Aaron, Andy, or Jim? Travis. Sliwa. Okay. I think it's Aaron. Yeah, it is Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, she's talking about how, yeah. It that was in- fits her character. Yeah. She's not. You can handle I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. What was that little tidbit thing you gave me about her, the actor? Yeah, so uh, John Hamm uh, and her, yeah. Mm-hmm. So John Hamm was her drama teacher in high school. So mm. a lot, actually, it's kind of funny because there's a lot of people from the office that are from the St. Louis area. So um, Jenna Fisher is from St. Louis. Uh, Aaron Han- uh, the- fan. <laughs> um, Ellie Kemper, who plays Aaron Hannon, is big from fan. St. Louis. And then Phyllis uh, Smith, who plays Phyllis in the office. You're not a big fan of Phyllis? <laughs> yeah, Phyllis is funny, but not 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 in the way. No, I'm a not fan same of the same way. Uh, she's also from St. Louis, so they all kind of bond. They would watch Cardinals games together. They bond about St. Louis, and mm. you can hear the St. Louis accent a lot in Phyllis's words. Once you know that she's from St. Louis, you can see it all. Through What's the a office. St. Louis accent? I don't know that one. Um, it's like far. Like you gotta say like hey, you're gonna go over there. And it's like it's, it's a little bit of a variation on like the Pittsburgh, but she's like gonna go get Saint that thing Louis. over far. Anyway, once you see it, you get it. You'll get it. <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. I know you exactly it now? what it is now. Thank you for welcome for clearing that up. So you want to get into to Anthony Davis? There's a there's a big piece on Anthony yeah. Davis today on ESPN.com about how you know just the weight of everything that his injuries and kind of keeping it together and coming back and getting ready for this final push and you know it, it's very ad. Right, it's it's very. I, I think it's complimentary towards him. I think it makes you sympathetic towards him. Um, that everything that he's gone through and how much he wants to do this. But there were some things in there that kind of made you go, huh? Well, I I, I think you know one thing. If we're just looking at the team right now, that there's we were talking about this yesterday. Hey, if you take this roster, is how far they go this season going to determine whether you say, hey, let's roll the ball back out next year. Sure. Let's give this a real opportunity, not at the trade deadline, and you're left with 23 games. Let's say to do it. How many has LeBron missed in that? AD is missing these back-to-back, so D'Angelo missed some games with an ankle injury. By the way, unfortunately, that's kind of the position Lakers are in again, where you're still not 100% sure, can this thing work, can it not? And the problem is, all these guys aren't playing together. He said this about the team makeup. If we actually have a full summer, full training camp, go through an entire season, who knows the position that we'll be in? Uh, The team we have now, we feel like not only can we make noise this year, and I like our chance against anybody, to be honest, you play anybody against us, I like our chances. We know that we know what we could be, what threat we could be next year, and then years to come if they work it out and they're able to keep this group together. We we're talking about yesterday. It was, the Lakers go after Kyrie. This that I actually I'm I, I'm looking forward to not have too much of that conversation until we get to the off season. We kind of see what happens. But doesn't it sound like right there, Anthony Davis is saying to himself, "If you're asking AD, AD, what do you think? You want to?" want to play with this group next year do you like what you see so far do you think there's an opportunity there's nothing in that quote that he didn't say that wouldn't tell you guys let's just get through this year you know what I don't know what's going to happen in the offseason guys I'm, I'm not a front office GM 
Um, let's get through the season. Let's move on. No, he's basically indicating, I like what we have here. I like the pieces that we have here, and I think these pieces are something that, that are sustainable for next year as yeah, well. Yeah, it's interesting, and I'm not saying that this is exactly the same, but it's the first part of the quote, right? If we actually have a full summer, full training camp, go through an entire season, who knows the position that we'll be in. That that feels very Russell Westbrook-y to me. That's what we said two years ago after the first Russell Westbrook thing didn't work out. And it's, well, we only saw them together for so many games. And then this happened and that happened. We only played, I forget the number, 18. Only We only played 18 games together and then yada, yada, yada. I like the group they have now far better than that group. I'm not comparing that it's the same, but I've heard this song before is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I've heard the, well, if this, then that. It's the if part that I just, I don't go past the if. Mm-hmm. Right for me with this player, it's only the if. If he's healthy, everything will probably work out pretty well, regardless of where the other guys are. If LeBron James is healthy and plays 55, 60, 65 games, same thing for AD. You could put, I don't want to say anybody, but the, whatever you have as your supporting cast with those two guys, pretty darn good team. I agree. It's the if, though, that we keep we keep skipping past the if part of it. LeBron James can be in year 21. Mm-hmm. can be close to 40 years old. Anthony Davis has had a, what is this, third year in a row where we've had real injury issues, okay? So I'm not just blowing past the if. The if is the piece. It's not whether is D'Angelo better than Kyrie, is Kyrie better than D'Angelo, do you keep Vanderbilt, do you keep his? That part is important. But it's not nearly as important as the first part of the equation with if we are all here. Well, it's not all of you. It's you two. And you two have not been here mm-hmm. nearly as much. LeBron, for all the obvious reasons, we have 21 years in the league, a million playoff games along the way, and he's he's closing in on 40 years old. Mm-hmm. He's going he's gonna to miss some games. It's the if. The, the, the part after the if is far less intriguing to me, and that's where it seems the Laker fans want to go right away and where Anthony Davis – if – but it's the if. It, nothing after the if matters. This is um, – this I think is the difference. I think the difference is – and I'm with you. I, I remember actually exit meeting last year asking LeBron um, – did you guys have enough time together? Did you, do you kind of know what this thing was? And he said, look, I've played more games with some of my high school teammates than I did with Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. Right. However, I wasn't buying it. The 21 games that they played last year together, I don't think there was an indication that any of that looked different. Uh-huh. So looking at this situation, I do yeah, think it looks different. It. You're talking about the, the after part. Yeah, but th- this, is, this is the thing that I cannot predict. I can't predict to you how many games LeBron James is going to play next year. What do you think? Because it'll probably be about what he's played this 50 year, 50 right? at the most. Yeah, I think so okay. too. That means and, he misses 32. Okay, so then then the question becomes, do you have a good enough team that can withstand Anthony Davis playing 50 games? Do you have a good enough team, Russell or um, LeBron James playing 50 games? Because the roster that they previously had, you clearly could not withstand that. Yeah. So that that's why I get what you're saying about, I don't know how many games these guys are going to play, but the question is more, can they make the playoffs with the roster that they have, even if these guys play 50 games or something along those lines? And if they get there and they're healthy at that time, then can they make a run or not? I don't believe that with that Russell Westbrook team, that that was the case. At least this one's giving you a little bit of a... A scenario where it's more um, it's more predictable that they can sort of hang if they're all playing together. I would take my chances with this roster over that one. I'm going to bring it back to the thing that I talk about the most. 
this is like arguing over the side dishes on the plate when you can't get the steak right. Right? They, they, you're, they, they keep going, well, we'll get the steak right. Yeah, but you never do. Well, well, well we're going to have it right. Yeah, but you haven't gotten it right. It's burned. It's undercooked. It's the wrong. It's too, like you keep, not you, but this idea that we're worrying about everything after. Th- this is the most important part. Whatever happens after that is not nearly as interesting it's not nearly as viable as if your two best players don't play together mm-hmm. a whole bunch of the time. Mm-hmm. And 50's low. I, I mean, 50's just barely more than half the season. 50 games is not a lot. I think it needs to be 60 or more where not only are they there, but they're there together. Then, sure, all of these other things become meaningful. It becomes meaningful whether or not D'Angelo is the is, is good enough to be the third best guy on that team, whether or not Austin Reeves continues to develop in to the player that he's been, you know, in the in the second part of the season. And and is Darvin Ham the right coach? And do you have enough depth and three point shooting and all all of the things that are important to a basketball team. But I will not just blow past that first step because it's the first step that's kept them out of last year potentially this year the year before that it's not the auxiliary pieces it's the main pieces well I I think I think the auxiliary pieces have not helped any of the situation yes that's the foundation of your team if the concrete's not set you can't build the rest of the home but I think what we I think I think if you and I both feel like they're probably not going to play over 50 games, then we kind of know they're, that. They're really, really But But, but why is that different than the last couple of years, it's, right? That's so my it's point. Not. It's not. So then, <laughs> that's so then exactly it. if we're trying to, then what is the solution? The solution is, the only solution, because Bron nah, and AD we'll ain't going anywhere. Now they're not going somewhere. anywhere. I Probably not. So then the solution is you got to put together the best roster that you possibly can to where they can at least sustain you're, the you're thing doesn't the completely option. crumble. The, the two, are they leaving anywhere? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Can you build something around him maybe maybe not the third option is it's going to be the same thing again that no matter what you do you're gonna get the same result because you're putting together the same recipe you're putting together an aging star you're putting together a star that has trouble staying on the court and then you're shuffling the deck with the other pieces it and you will probably if that's what we've done the last three years to the same result odds are you're going to get the same result it doesn't have to be different. It could be exactly the same thing, which is you're floating around that number. Maybe you get in, maybe you don't. Maybe you're hot, maybe you're not. Maybe they miss this one, maybe they don't. But it's not like, oh, this is the key to bump us up to third or fourth. I think I think their record would be a lot different if they did. I think what AD's saying about having this roster from the beginning of the season, I think it would be different than, than where they're sitting right now. Start out 2-10 and 10 with that other team. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey guys, Berg, what did you think of the uh, diss track? Oh, I thought the diss track was great. Yeah, I loved it. It's really I th- good. I thought you did an excellent, excellent job I on it. I can't wait for uh, Super Crosstalk. I'm sure <laughs> yeah, don't play Ireland's it again. going to feel the same way. <laughs> don't play it again until he's actually here to hear it. Because I think I don't want him to hear it beforehand okay. and have a thought on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> think about it. There's no cold. way he heard it earlier. Catch him cold. Yeah. Yes, I listen to cold. it in my car just like, <laughs> uh. just to be ready. Well, you get that T-Sip. Yeah. T-Swift, Yeah, if I could speak. Vigilante S. All right, so on Wednesday uh, night, 
Scott Van Pelt uh, hosts his so nightly um, uh, sports center, and so on Wednesday he did not uh, seem to be in the best shape to do it. You're wondering, can he make it? Will he be able to make it to the end? Can he do it? I don't know. Connor McDavid. <clears throat> Leading the NHL in goals. Oh this is terrible. Gosh. I'm trying. <laughs> this is what a disaster. He's got 58. <laughs> All right, so that's that's the general. Was that point. you that day that I wasn't here? Basically, oh, right. Yes. So, um, Scott Van Pelt should have taken the day off of work. Uh, Travis, <laughs> factor cap. I salute Scott Van Pelt. I admire his determination to muscle through what obviously was not his best day on the air. He took one for the team. He is a guy that respects hard work and showing up every single day. He's the Cal Ripken of Sports Center anchors. Yeah. You didn't answer we the question. don't take guys off. I deeply respect him for doing it. What was the question? <laughs> Should he have taken the day off or no? No, cap. Cap. All right, go, go to work. If you can stand, you go to work. If you can do it, you go to work. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It's cap. But also, I don't. That was the end of the broadcast. So I would like to know what it sounded like uh, before all of that. <laughs> that Maybe was the he opener. had a Super Bowl party yeah, tonight. That before. was the opener. <laughs> oh, I wonder where that came from. Uh, yeah, but either way, yeah, it's cap. I mean, like he pro- he got through most of it. It sounds like it was just the end that it was just dying. All right, Al. A uh, fact. You you should. You definitely should take the taking the day off you the question off. the question what it comes down to is is it good for the product or is it not is it let me use it as an example if there's a player who's injured are you helping your team by being out on the court or are you hurting your team because you have uh, a swollen ankle and can't play any defense and run up and down the, the floor that showed up that day right <laughs> What if you're out there by yourself? You got to do it. Then I mean, you rely. Then you rely on your depth from the rest of the bench that's out there, and you take your chances. But I think must win games. Game. I think right. it's fact. Right, it's fact. Taylor, Cap, he shouldn't have taken it off. I think that um, this happened to him like mid-show, didn't it? If I'm not mistaken, I think. Yeah, it was mid-show. Yeah, his this voice is the end was, of the show. Voice is fine before. He didn't know it was coming on, and I'm, I mean, he's better with a scratchy voice than most are with their normal voice, probably. So we just kind of progress that bad. I, I don't know. He probably was probably a little rough, but he got through it, drank some tea and honey and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, and then finally. But isn't got that the there. equivalent of saying somebody started the game, he was just fine? But then he, I can't run. <laughs> it doesn't mean you just you keep him in the game. It, it, it was, it was the Bruins. He just ran out of gas. <laughs> what was that? You took I a shot. I, I did guy, it myself. I did you took your own shot. But that's better to take a isn't shot it? at your own right? team before anybody else takes oh, a no, shot. Oh no, he can take it all he wants. It doesn't change that they went eleven minutes without all right, getting the basket. No, no, no. So he factor caps. He it doesn't next? change that they gave up a thirty footer. Down on uh, factor cap. They should have guarded the inman pass. <laughs> Berg. Jeez, oh, were you actually waiting for me for this? Uh, no, no. I just you brought it up, and no, then I. Right. I, I, I know, that's not the real well factor cap. Well Make a done. Well about done. Bergman next. Well done. And yes, a hundred percent. They should have guarded yeah. the always guard the inman pass. Always, always, always. I was screaming. Why? Because that's how they got back into the game. Was by always. by pressing, and all of a sudden they're like, okay, last play. Let's everyone mm. step back. Mm. Don't do anything. Oh, it's just or you could make score it difficult. Two make ba- it difficult. Two baskets in eleven minutes. Just two. Oh, that was. Promising. You know, I'm not asking for twenty points. Just get four points. That's yeah. the bigger problem yeah. because that dude just hit a shot. Yeah, he hit yeah. a thirty footer. It was. But the, that's the bigger problem. Hundred percent. It was the eleven minutes. I don't want to take away from Factor Cap. So keep going. <laughs> All right. So uh, a woman uh, in Utah was Fact. kind of put a little bit on blast because she is the bride and she. 
uh, led a round of aerobics with her, uh, I'm assuming it was her bridesmaid slash maybe like mother-in-law and mother of the bride uh, in like an aerobics class on her special day, on the day of her wedding. She was in like a little white jumpsuit thing and then all of them were dressed up. So essentially she had asked them to do this aerobics class for her on her special day. So you would sit it out if your buddy really wanted to do group exercise on the day of his wedding. So you're a groomsman, you're his buddy, you would sit it out. Berg, Patrick Cap. Cap, absolutely not. If he wants me to do something, I'm the groomsman. It's his day. He, whatever he wants is what happens. Cap. All right. Al? Cap, but I'm going to have a good time. If that means I'm going to have some ultras like we were playing in pickleball, like I'm still going to enjoy myself. I'm going to yeah. make fun of the situation, the fact that that's what he wants to do, but I'm going to do what he asked me to do because he is getting married. I'm doing it. Yeah. Hey, Jeff? It, it's I, I forget what the answer. I, I agree with these guys. Yeah. Cap. Because, it, Cap, I, I don't fish that's not my hobby right it's just not something that i love to do one of my buddies when he was getting married for his bachelor party they wanted to go out on a boat and go fishing for the day awesome okay and so of course i went yeah right i wanted to do it and we went out of, of san diego mm-hmm. and we go out and we you know we're playing cards on the boat we're having a few beers we're having a good time and the boat's chugging along and chugging along and chugging along we all go to sleep we wake up the next morning at dawn to start fishing and we fish all day it was all right not my cup of tea it was fine and then we put everything away and the boat starts going back and i'm like well how long until we get back guys well how long did it take us to get here i'm like well, what are you talking about it's like well we went through the night we went eight hours out it's eight hours back i'm like that's not even a little bit funny how long till we get back i'm like i'm not kidding probably longer because the <laughs> yeah. current is coming in yeah. and right. i'm thinking had i known that i probably would have said bob I love you. You're one of my buddies, and I know you love fishing, but That's awesome. I'm not spending 16 hours on a damn boat to catch Freaking nothing. Awesome. So now, what if your buddy wanted to have a prank war? For his- <laughs> <laughs> they all just, the whole day is just one big prank war. What if your buddy just wedding? wanted to stretch? <laughs> 10 I minutes of stretching. I would not do birds. <laughs> I would do the stretching. Taylor? Cap, I don't think it sounds that bad. Why, why would she get in flack for it? Just that you know you're being a little bit of a bridezilla. You're making people do these things that you don't they don't want to. Not do. asking her to yeah. cut off a pinky and a loyalty <laughs> oath. You're just you do a little jazzer size and keep it moving. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, it's or an interesting request, <laughs> guys. I want to do the elliptical together for 45 minutes. It's not it's not what I would okay. choose. Okay, but if you said Trav, <laughs> sure. I really want to do the elliptical. All right, or like, I mean, I'll do it. Or you're like, hey, Trav, I really want to do a bike ride on the morning of my, sure. uh, yeah. but I want sure. my buds to go with, uh, but also I think it's, people are just saying, she should just do it on her own. If she wants I want to max she wants, But if squat. she wants her people, she wants her people. <laughs> right, exactly. I get that. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with that. No. All right, so today is the uh, anniversary of the I God- I need a big bike to go on that ride, by the way. Like, the, <laughs> like one of those beach beach tires. Like the, the, I want an e-bike. Yeah. You guys can go beach cruisers. I'd like an e-bike, please. Today is the anniversary of the Godfather. came out on this day in 1972. Don't tell should watch it. Right, exactly. <laughs> So speaking Overrated of Funches, he he was not not happy with the runtime of the uh, of the Godfather movie. Awesome. Um, so the Godfather is the only movie that is longer than two hours and forty five minutes. That's worth the time put into it. That it's worth every second of that movie. Alan Patrick Cap, and, and, and the statement is it's the only one. Um, let's put it this way: if you said, "Hey, pick one movie that's going to be of that length or longer," Babylon. That's the one I'm picking. I'm picking Godfather. So it's not that there aren't other entertaining movies. Listen, anytime you're doing anything for three hours, it's impossible not to, I got to look at my phone. I got to do this or that. That's, this is a long time. I got to go use the restroom, whatever the case is. But Godfather for me is the one that, no problem. 
I could do the 245 and be completely okay with it. Trev? It's cap for only one reason. You have the word only in there. Right. It's it's a good choice, and it's a great movie, and it doesn't feel like there's extra scenes in there that need to come out. Sometimes, even a movie that's an hour and a half, you're like, yeah, that could have been an hour and ten minutes. I would have been fine <laughs> right. with that. But I'm sure there are something else out there that runs longer than two and a half hours that is worthy of it. So I'm going to say cap, but Godfather's probably the best choice. Berg? Right. It's all the same thing. It's cap. It's there's other movies like Endgame was really really good yeah. and worth the amount of time that it was. Mm-hmm. What about it's, Godfather Part Two? Also, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's not quite I as long. It no, it long. is longer. Is it's it longer? longer? So the first one is two hours and fifty five minutes. The second one is three hours and twenty minutes. Oh wow! Okay. Oh yeah, and totally worth it. Yeah. like all of it is totally worth it. So there are other movies. So the the only part of it is Cap. All right, Taylor. Uh, Cap for me too. There's a lot of good long movies. Uh, I think the Dark Knight's pretty long. Yeah, um, that is long. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight is great. Shawshank it's, is pretty long. If you watch it on TBS, it's two days long. <laughs> if you if you saw it in the theaters, it's like two and a half. Yeah, you get you can get at least three hundred commercials in. TBS is like we got it. No, we we got the perfect game plan. Here. I was reading something the other day about NBA rights fees, mm-hmm. and they're saying like the whole TNT model is predicated on having the NBA. That you cannot have a business where you're just showing five hour versions of Shawshank Redemption. And that was one of the lines, and it's, it's like, yeah, because it's on a streaming platform somewhere. Right? Yeah, Why yeah, would yeah. you watch that with three thousand commercials mm-hmm. when you don't Ridiculous. have to? Some of the others on the list of like the best long movies are like Dark Knight Rises, The Lord of the Rings. Trilogy, and all have them no. that are really long. Uh, Schindler's List, uh, Scarface, all, all those are. Scarface are, are was over. Was wow. it really that long? It's, I forgot that it was ready for a hot take. Two and a half. Uh-oh. Ready? Come Scarface on, sucks. Nah, that's what good is movie. wrong with it's you? A, a it's a terrible movie. No, it's a, a bad movie. accent. It's a terrible movie that it doesn't make any sense. Like honestly, it's. I know it's popular. I know it's iconic. It's a terrible movie. I you like know, the when movie. it's when it comes down to the. To the I'll yayo, watch it again tonight. Not a lot makes sense. It, I'll watch it again tonight. It's, <laughs> right. it's, I love it's, that it's movie. great. It's great. Titanic is also um, over three hours too. Yeah, so. not watching that again. Um, yeah, you can all have right. that. Today is three that. hours for a boat to sink is ridiculous. <laughs> um, okay. Hurry up and uh, hit the ice. Yeah, right. Let's just get this over with. Is National Cocktail Day the best skill that you can have as a host? Is to make a good cocktail. Taylor Fender Cap. It's a good one. I think fact, yeah, that's an important skill. Um, trying to think of another one. Cook well. Being able to cook well. Um, good conversationalist. There's other things that can be there for the screw host. the conversation. Just know how to cook and know how to eat. Yeah, get your get your party drunk. That's a good idea. Taylor or Travis? Um, it's up on the high. It's high on the list, but it's cap because I think the best thing a host can do is make their guests feel welcome in their home. That that, mm. that that's the number one skill. Like, if the drink is just okay and the food is just okay, but you're really happy to be there and you feel like the people are excited to have you in their home, mm-hmm. that's a good party. I could have the perfect martini. You know how much I love a good martini, right? But if I feel like you're waiting for me to leave, that's not a good party. <laughs> that, that that makes me like I appreciate the drink, but I can tell that you're waiting for me to leave so you can go back to your regular life. Make people feel welcome in your home. That's number one. Berg, uh, yeah, it's cap. I think that it's. There's a, I mean, that is very, very high up there. I think being good on the grill, being able to have things like being welcoming and having good those playlists. Of, I mean, the playlist. Good one, too. It's a good one, but it's not necessary. Pandora will have, take care of it. Yeah, just throw pin, Pandora you throw it on, whatever's just, going on in the background. That's what it does. If the party is good, the music is just kind of secondary, kind of going on in the mm-hmm. background. It, it helps it, of course. But no, I think there's other things that are more important. Mace has weighed in. He says, play the guitar. 
<laughs> oh god, that's the worst that thing you can clear do. clear a room. I will leave <laughs> immediately. My brother's that guy and I hate you it. You better Ow. be able to do it like Taylor. Like you better be able to do it well or that's going to be one of those is this guy really singing at us? No, no, even oh, then. Boy. Even then I don't want you don't be that guy, Taylor. <laughs> Only people ask. All right, Al. So I'll go cap on this. If it was let's just say is my preference of if I if I was somebody that could make a really good cocktail or somebody that really knew how to cook. I would take the cooking. Like, I think that would be great that everybody that's there is saying, damn, this food's really good. Love what you did there. Wow, that tastes delicious. I would take that, so I'd go cap on me. The drink is important. It is. Ice it down, have a little variety, and have one specialty cocktail for that day. Knock it out. Everybody's happy. I have a theory, Slee, that I think the Rams are getting ready to repeat themselves all over again. Okay. I'm going to tell you if it's a good idea or not. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. St. Louis. I still don't know. Yeah, I don't know that. Like that... Chicago, I can, Wisconsin. Yep. I know what that sounds like. Did I help? Minnesota. I got that. Yep. I'm like, I know some of Minnesota. the Midwestern. Yeah. Right, that. they're, they're, that's not bad. Yeah. There's like Midwestern accents to She's be sure. She's got the best Jersey one. The Jersey one, I've never heard anything like it. <laughs> yeah, I well, that that I agree with. Waiting for it. I'm right. looking here. Get out of my way. Bagels. Bagels. Don't bring up bagels to Taylor and I. Don't bring up bagels to Taylor and I. That's a very sour spot for the two of us. I, I, just You guys mentioned it. So Susan um, was with her mom last I'm night. I'm walking here. And she, uh, she spent the night her mom. They went to dinner and they had a little wine, so she stayed up with her mom last night. And uh, she comes back this morning when I got and and, because she was coming home to get Michael out the door to go to school and everything. And Michael gets up about when I leave. Mm -hmm. So I got downstairs this morning. Susan not only got home in time to get Michael going, there were bagels. She went to the bagel store. Come on, Susan. Fresh bagels. Was it where Bobby's been the uh, bagel king? Bagel lord. Bagel lord, yes. Yes, yes, it was. Did you say to her, did you make these? (laughs) Because Emily made me some. I didn't. It was like such a, this was like one of those moments like, you know what? I, there, there are many of these, but bring I, mean, it in. I made a good choice in my bring life. Bring it in. This yeah, is, that's that's, that's something that you do that for somebody that you care about. Also, the St. Louis accent, it, when you say 40, they say farty. Farty. Farty? Farty. Like they say, oh yeah, let's go over um, to I farty. Farty. I farty. I don't like the sound of that. I, I farty. I, don't, I could I don't be lying like to you. You could be. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. And I, uh, I, What is I someone who was... Born in St. Louis, but grew up in Jersey. <laughs> Spends a lot of time in St. Louis. Emily, I'm walking you across the I-40. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. That that sounds like somebody that should be. I don't know why. That needs help. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like somebody that needs. You know, hey, come here for a second. You, you, everything okay? I don't know why her Jersey can one. I, that setup can, is amazing. Can, can I help you? Are you all right? <laughs> Just come come here. Let me let me make sure that you get to where you need to go. Uh, that's good. So we've talked about the fact that the Rams' plan isn't really an obvious plan at this mm-hmm. point. They, they, you know what? So they have a board <laughs> there at the stadium that just says game plan, and there's nothing there right now. <laughs> it has not been filled out yet. It's kind of what it is. Yeah. You know what? Their free agent. They, they did sign one free agent. Anybody? Who is it? Coleman Shelton, one of their own guys, who was a free agent, and they re-signed him to a, a contract. Okay, think and, they did and, a presser, and and he's a an important part of their offensive line. This yeah. is this is fine. Okay, this is how how it goes, and this is life in the NFL. But they've been very inactive in free agency. Jalen Ramsey is gone. Uh, Allen Robinson is likely to be gone mm-hmm. at some point. Leonard Floyd they cut. Bobby Wagner they cut. So they're they're going in the other direction. 
stop me if this feels a little familiar. We know that they're going into this season that the the the, the prospects of them being really good are a long shot, right? They're probably going to have a season where they got to scrap for some wins. We somewhere. went through all the road and home games, and we were kind of six, seven. six-ish, seven-ish. Yeah, yeah. 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 It yeah. feels like they're going to have a, a challenging season to be sure. We know that Caleb Williams is very, very likely to be the number one pick next draft, right? The yep. 2024 draft. Would you sign up for this, Lee? Would yep. you sign up for the Jared Goff plan 2.0? And let me explain. Mm-hmm. The Rams were not a terrible team when they decided we're going to trade a whole bunch of stuff to move up to the number one pick, to select a quarterback, to set us up for our next era of Rams football. They sent to Tennessee. They basically flipped first-round draft picks so they could go all the way to number one. They sent them two seconds, another first-round pick, and two-thirds. Okay, the price wow. the price obviously this time around would be higher, mm-hmm. right? When you see what like Deshaun Watson got, the, the price to to trade for quarterbacks and move up to the number one pick, it's it's going to be pretty high. So it would be higher. But here's what happened: when they made that deal, they went from a team that was somewhere between terrible and mediocre. To a team that went to the Super Bowl twice in a six-year window, won a Super Bowl in that six-year window, went to the playoffs four out of six years in that six-year window. And it wasn't just because you got Jared Goff, but what Jared Goff allowed them to do once Sean McVay got his hands on him was, Mm -hmm. that's an okay place to go. They're on to something here. And now Tlaib's there and Peters is there and Whitworth is there. And here comes Clay Matthews and Dante Fowler will make a trade for Jalen Ramsey. It becomes a destination because the thing's trending in the right direction. They ultimately cut loose Jared Goff, go get Matthew Stafford that puts him over the top. But that was the beginning, a big, bold swing to move up to number one, very expensive, take a quarterback that started the process of a six-year window that by any measure was wildly successful. Mm-hmm. Do you do it again? So I, I would say this. I think the confusing part with the team right now is they still got big-time players that are on the roster. They still have big-time players that are on the team. So mm-hmm. what are you then doing with – What's the future you think for Matt Stafford with the with the Rams? What what do you think the future is? I'm just curious. What how, how long do you think Matt Stafford, Matthew Stafford, is part of the Los Angeles Rams? Not long. Okay, so another year. I, I think he will be a Ram this year, and beyond that, I wouldn't put a ton of stock in knowing what's happening next. Okay, so you are giving up all that draft compensation to go get to go get Jared Goff in the past, and now you're saying that you got to give up probably a lot more draft compensation to go be to to hope that there's a franchise out there that ends up with the number one pick that then you could go trade for to yep. go try to get Caleb Williams, right? That's, That's kind of idea. the idea and the yep. concept. Yep. I think part of the reason why they're in the position that they're in is because they already have been F those picks for so long. There isn't that much. I mean, from a draft compensation perspective, they're getting flush again. Like they're they're back to normal starting next year. So basically. they'll get they'll get flush again. But isn't part of the reason why they're in the situation, the spot, is because they didn't have the depth. They didn't have um, they didn't have draft depth. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a player depth this year. But again, the, last year bill was due, right? La- last year, yep. and I'm including it in that six year window. The six year the the six year Sean McVay window is. The bill was due, and it was a bad year. 
The other five were two Super Bowl appearances, a Super Bowl championship, and two other playoff appearances. You missed the playoffs twice in six years. Mm. Only one of those years was legitimately bad because you had to pay the bill. That basically we paid off our credit card, and now we've got this high limit all over again. We can go spend this stuff Mm. and do it all over again. So Caleb Williams is a big enough name, and he's a big enough star, and he's right here already in Southern California. Good enough, right? Uh, I I mean, as in. It's a it's a big enough. If you gambled on Caleb Williams, I think that's a. But here's my problem. I I really think that there's going to be a franchise out there. I don't think anybody's going to be. If you get if you have an opportunity to get Caleb Williams and one, you're one of these other teams, isn't there such a strong likelihood that that's a player that's probably going to probably, get? Yeah, yeah. But there's also not a guarantee. The Bears picked number one this year. They just ha- didn't need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. A sim a similar situation. Look, if you run into something where the the guy that's sitting on number one needs a quarterback too, then there's probably not. There's a, no probably there, conversation. There's some yeah. things that yeah. need to line up along the way. But you could also continue to sweeten. Would until you do it? Somebody said, Yeah, I would. Having seen what I just saw six years four great two great seasons one mm-hmm. championship four really fun seasons and two that weren't great yeah that's a great six-year run it's funny when stat when they won the super bowl with stafford a year ago that's crazy to kind of already be having this conversation thinking that, that, that the nfl yeah it turns over fast turns over fast but you also thought okay they're gonna have a window where you feel like they're gonna be competing at least for a couple years. Well, they got one. Thank yeah, goodness. They got one. If you spend all that, you better get something nice on that credit card if you're going to go max it now, out. Like they, that. Listen, there's nothing anyone can say negative about the franchise for what they accomplished. So. Scarface is not the worst movie of all time, only because Blood In, Blood Out exists. I haven't seen that one, but I'll take your word Watch for it. Watch it tonight after the Laker game. <laughs> oh, no. Really? All right. We got a little Laker news, a little Laker health news that we'll give you when we come back. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.